Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time to talk racing with Chris Nelson for the first time in 2024. Good to have you back, mate. Oh, it's great to be back, Matty. Uh, great to be back on air with you. I hope everybody, including yourself, had a great Christmas and we all look forward to a terrific new year. Yeah, we'll hook into the tips in just a second, mate. And I reckon we might uh, we might add some spice to our tipping this year. We, I reckon what we need to do is I really love the, the the way that we can maybe put 50 bucks in or whatever and and try and get some money going for a charity. Yep. So let, let's get our heads together over the course of the next couple of weeks before we hit the ground Excellent. running, so to speak. But I was just thinking more broadly on 2024 as to what's ahead of us and that there's at this stage, Chris, there's nothing that's going to jump out in terms of a, a, a new race or a massive increase in prize money because it's been going so nuts in that department over the couple of uh, last couple of years. So are you expecting a bit of a let's take a deep breath in 2024 kind of schedule? I think so. I think, uh, I think a lot of the race clubs and the jurisdictions probably just need to regroup a little bit. Uh, I think wagering probably wasn't or isn't exactly where they want it to be in some areas. So they need to be careful. Uh, and there's no use running around, you know, putting prize money or increasing prize money levels through the roof or introducing new races. I mean, some states may differ. But I would say it's a it's one of those years exactly. Just sort of sit back and regroup and just let things let things go along the way they are. Do you reckon the prize money war <laughs> has has mm-hmm. petered out a little bit? Have they all sort of tipped out the the, the, the bottom drawer? I think yeah, I do. I think at this stage, yes. I mean, I don't think there's any sense in having a prize money war now. We've seen some states go a little bit uh, backwards on prize money. They've reduced some of the uh, prize money for the bigger races, uh, and that's a fair thing. I mean, we haven't seen it in Sydney as yet. Sydney seems to be booming, but Melbourne have dropped away in a, in a couple of races. And, I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, if it's not sustainable, uh, you need to just reduce it a little bit. There's still good money around. It's not as if uh, we're racing for pittance every week. So, uh, I, I think it's a good idea to sit back, uh, just take stock uh, and enjoy what we've got because we've got some of the best prize money, if not the best prize money in the world. We forget that. Mm, yeah, there'll be dramas along the way. There'll be, you know, push and shove between the states. All that is par for oh, the yeah. course, isn't it, mate? But where do you reckon Australian racing is at right now when you, when you think about the year ahead in terms of a... I don't know, a, a level between sort of 1 and 10 and, and 10 being the top level that we could be at. Where do you reckon Australian racing sits? Oh, we're somewhere between 5 and 10. I'd probably sit us somewhere around, you know, 7, somewhere like that. We just need to be careful. I mean, we have a lot of, we have a lot of other uh, competition, other sports uh, that, you know, and it's, it's a younger, younger bunch of people tend to, uh, to, to enjoy the, the, the AFL, the NRL, well, they don't have to do so much work to get a winner. You're just A versus B, and the prices are a lot less too. Uh, so we just need to keep an eye on that sort of thing as well. We need, we've got a really good product. We need to promote the product. And we, as you and I have said before many times, Matty, we need to promote the sport, promote the horse, promote the participants more, and, and get people more involved in that as well. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, before our tips on the weekend, here's three for you, just off the top of your head. Um, trainer to watch in 2024. 
Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott, they are absolutely flying. Um, they've got a stable just bulging with outstanding two-year-olds. You've already seen Storm Boy. Uh, they've got two-year-olds well in the market in all these feature races coming up. I talk of the slipper and the size and the champagne and the blue diamond and others. Plus, they've got a lot of good older horses as well. So they might have been down for a year or so. We didn't hear a lot of them, but they are back on top of the world now. Gay and Adrian to watch in trainer terms. Horse to watch this year? Imperatrice. I know she's a very good mare and she's already got the score on the board. She's won 17 of 23, but I think she'll go to another level now. I think she'll just... Uh, I think anything that Tiakau decides to put her in, I think she'll be winning. Uh, she's going to kick off shortly in the uh, Lightning at Flemington, and then she goes to the William Reed. Then you'll see her in Sydney in the TJ Smith. Whether she goes to the Everest later in the year remains to be seen. They're, one thing about Tiakau, they have a plan and they stick to it. We all thought she'd go around in last year's Everest, and she didn't. Uh, I have no doubt she probably would have won. I think uh, she'll be the horse of the year this year. She'll be the highlight, and every time she runs, she's going to have a very, very big following. And jockey to watch. Well, that's a good one, isn't it? That's a very good one. Uh, you could say the usuals in J-Mac. I'm going to say Damien Lane. I think he's an excellent jockey. He rides, obviously, in Melbourne mostly. He does go overseas and ride a bit in Japan. He could be, well, he's not already close to it. He could be the next best thing. Okay. All right. Something for us to ponder as we think about season uh, year, the year ahead in 2024. But let's think yeah. about the races tomorrow. We'll start at Ramwick. Uh, race one, you've got something for us here. I have. The unraced number six, Switzerland, cost $1.5 billion, Matty. He's owned by Coolmore and it had two trials. Now, ran into Deputise, who is also in tomorrow's or Saturday's race, uh, and ran third. But, gee, Deputise was up on the speed. Switzerland was out the back, making some lovely ground late. Both trials, there has been no pressure put on this colt whatsoever. Uh, there's been a lot left in the tank there. He draws a good gate tomorrow. He'll be, he'll be needing to win. I mean, they need to get the prize money up if they want to compete in some of these major two-year-old races going forward, and that will definitely be the aim. Scratch last week due to a wide gate. Jump on in tomorrow. Race one, number six, Switzerland. Hopefully he won't be in neutral. <laughs> Karen McAvoy on board uh, <laughs> riding for Chris Waller. I don't think neutral is an option for either of those. No. So race one, number six. Uh, what else have we got? Race six on the card there. Yeah, race six, number six. Now, I like this horse, Louisville. He's very, very consistent. And he drew a good gate last start at Rose Hill, and that was the key. The start before he drew wide at Ramwick, he got too far back, but he did make good ground. Last time out, up to 1,800 metres, the good gate, he won, and he won well. Tomorrow, or Saturday, he goes to 2,000 metres, uh, and he draws okay. So I think he can win again. There's a few there, such as Aristonis and Floating, which is sort of a little bit hard to catch, whereas he's super consistent, and I think he's uh, going to continue on that winning form. Race six, number six, Louisville. Okay, as we move to the Sunshine Coast, um, weather-wise, I mean, we'll be watching what's happening, been happening with the cyclone there, but you think we might get through okay on the weekend? Yeah, it seems to have, uh, well, the forecast was for some massive amounts of rain early in the week, but now we're just looking at no rain whatsoever on Saturday, and it's high of 35 degrees, so it will be quite warm and humid on the Sunshine Coast on, uh, on Saturday, and maybe some rain Sunday, but that's about it. So, as I said, that rain seems to have stayed further north or, or more inland now, and we'll kick it off in race one. Yep. Horse number two, Ringer's Reward. Now, she will be probably around even money. She ran around last Saturday at Eagle Farm. Gee, she was good. She ran on well at the end of 1,300 metres. Uh, 13.50 her start before. She gets to the mile. That will not be a problem. It will be a help. 
and she's got legs on any of these. So she can kick the day off on a winning note. Race one, number two, Ringer's Reward. Okay, we go ahead to race number six, 10 races for the Sunshine Coast. Tomorrow, race six over the 1,000. Number five, and that's uh, Golden Boom. Now, Golden Boom will be short again. This is the last of the shorties, I promise. Golden Boom was uh, very good first up at the Gold Coast in a million-dollar race there behind Derry Grove. Uh, sat on speed, did a good job. Tony Gollan did say uh, his trainer would have liked to get two trials into Golden Boom before that run. He could only get one. But now he's had the trial, he's had the run, and he meets inferior opposition tomorrow. He'll bounce to the fence in front. And that will be the last they see of Golden Boom. Race six, number five. Race eight is the Sunshine Coast Cup, $160,000, 1,400 metres. Yep, the uh, the listed race. We're looking forward to the feature of the day. Number five here at around 7 or $8. I think she's terrific value. Chatty Lady. Uh, she's a Toowoomba-trained mare. She's very consistent. She was an Eagle Farm listed winner two starts back. And then she went around in the buffering. Now, Tamerlane won that race. Zoo style ran third. There's some nice horses in that race, as we know. She was out the back of a wide gate, but she, she ran on strongly late. She'll settle closer tomorrow. Uh, she likes the Sunshine Coast. She likes the distance. She ticks a lot of boxes, Chatty Lady. I think she's a bet to nothing each way. I think she'll run really well. Race eight, number five. Race eight, number five each way. And then race nine, what have you got in this? Number one, Hatchet. Hopefully he can take the Hatchet to the opposition here. He's uh, very consistent. He's got a big, big finish on him. He showed that first up winning at Doombin, running down Bow Rumble. Then he went to the Gold Coast uh, on Magic Millions Day. Couldn't win there. Gave him too much start, but he did hit the line well. He'll be closer. Sunny Coast will suit him. He'll be getting home at the rate of knots tomorrow. Race nine, number one, Hatchet. Okay. Well, there's the tips for us. For the first time this year, we'll keep an eye on these. So, Ramwick, race one, number six, uh, number six Switzerland. Race uh, six, number six, Louisville. And then Sunshine Coast, race one, number two, Ringer's Reward. Race six, number five, Golden Boom. Each way for race eight, number five, Chatty Lady. And in the ninth, number one, Hatchet. Good on you, Chris. Have a great weekend. You too. All the best, Matty. And don't forget, what are you prepared to lose today? Set a deposit limit for free and confidential support. Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.